האם זה באמת סגולה בדוקה? הסגולה ללמוד בזה? ערב טוב וגוד איבנינג אבריוואן, אנחנו נמצאים בזרע שמשון ופרשס נוסו, אנחנו נמצאים בסקשן 12, ונתחיל לבוא. Uh, the first thing we need to do in Osiyot Beis is ignore the first word in parentheses which says Sota because the Gemara that he starts with is not from Masechta Sota, but, so it's actually from Masechta Chulun. Parakama, the first chapter in Masechta Chulun, the Gemara says, Gedolim tzadikim b'misosam, righteous individuals are greater in their deaths, יוסר מבחייהם, more than in their lives. So that's the quote from the Gemara in Maseches Chulim. יש לדקדק, the Zer Shimshon says, we need to examine, למה נוקה דווקא הלושן של גדולים? Why did this Gemara specifically choose to use the language of גדולים, greater, that righteous people are greater in death than they are in life? The ode, and another thing we need to analyze, dafka bimisosam, that it specifically used the word bimisosam in their deaths, dimashma bishas misa, which implies at the exact moment of death. Velo Omar, and the Gemara did not say the following quote, which is the Zer Shimshon is suggesting it could have said, but it didn't say. The power of tzaddikim who have died, righteous individuals who have died, is yofe, is greater, or, or, or I should say stronger, from righteous individuals who are still alive. So the Zer Shimshon is suggesting the Gemara Chulin could have made the same exact point it wanted to make, by using a different language which would, A, not have used, not have utilized the word godol, great, or big, and also would, uh, would not have talked about bimisosam in their deaths, but rather tzaddikim mesim, tzaddikim who have died, as opposed to focusing on the, 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 the moment when they die, in their deaths. So those are the two questions that the Zerah Shimshon asks on this a quote from the Gemara and Meseches Chulim. And now he will begin in the bottom uh, paragraph to begin to answer his questions. V'yesh Lomar, oh, I should mention what he's going to do is, is give us three answers, three different reasons, uh, or three different uh, possible answers to the questions. <coughs> V'yesh Lomar, and we can say, Shehat tzadikim nikroim bonim lehakodesh baruchu, Righteous individuals are referred to as being the sons of the children of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shahari osim ritzono shel because they perform the, the will. Righteous people dedicate their lives to performing the will of Hashem. V'chein of Omer, and this idea that a righteous person is called a, a child of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a son of HaKadosh Baruch, who can be seen in a Pesach in Tehillim in the second capital, the second parak in Tehillim. Hashem Omar Eli, Hashem said to me, B'ni Ata, you are my son. So the Zer Shimshon says, you see from that Pesach, that uh, supports this idea that a righteous individual such as David HaMelech 
uh, is referred to, Hashem refers to that great tzaddik as his son, as his child. Then another pasuk from Sefer Devarim, Boni Matem Lashem Elokechem. This is a reference to B'nai Yisrael as a whole, and it says, you are uh, the children of Hashem, your God. So in both of these psukim, the Pasuk in Tehillim and in the Pasuk from Sefer Devarim, we see this idea that righteous people are referred to as the children of Hashem. Continuing to the next Amud in the next paragraph. And in the first chapter of Meseches Boba Metziah, and you can make just a little change there. It's not Daf Yud Beis Amud Aleph, it's Daf Yud Beis Amud Beis. The Gemara says, Amrinon, we say there, Ben Godol V'somech Al Shulchan Ovid, if you have an adult child who is still dependent upon uh, financially and, and for his food, his room and board, so to speak, on his father, Zehu Katan. This is a, a child who is actually considered like a minor child. And for the purpose of the discussion over there in that Gemara and Baba Metzia, which relates to when a child finds an object, does that object belong to the child or does that object belong to the father? So the Gemara says, if the child is still dependent upon the father for his, uh, for his food and, and eating his meals, uh, then even though he's technically a godol, a technically an adult, he's no longer a minor, nonetheless, he's can treated like a cotton, he's treated like a minor child in the sense that if he finds an object, uh, it doesn't belong to him, it belongs to the father. But the Gemara continues, let's say you have a minor child, an actual uh, young child, but uh, this child is not dependent upon his father for his sustenance, for his meals, for his room and board. Zehu Godold, and for the purposes of that discussion about lost objects, this child is considered, this child is treated like a Godol, like an adult child, and whatever he finds, he would get, when he finds a lost object, he would get to keep it, and it would belong to him and not to the father. The Afkan, and so too over here, regarding our discussion about the Gemara and Meseches Chulin, uh, talking about Sadiqim being greater in death and in life, so to hear, Hatzadikim calls man shehem chayim, righteous individuals as long as they are alive, heim somchim al shulchan hakodesh baruchu. They rely on the table of Hashem. They rely on for their sustenance on Hashem. Sheyitin lohem mazonos uparnoso that He will give them their food and their uh, and their sustenance. He will support them. Because tzaddikim, righteous individuals, often, unless they've inherited money, they have no uh, money of their own. They spend all of their time in service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, doing mitzvot and studying Torah, so they don't have their own, uh, their own wealth to take care of themselves. And the reward for doing mitzvos in this world does not apply, doesn't happen. That's a reference to a, a famous idea in Chazal. Uh, one place it's quoted is in Meseches Kedushan on Daflamid Tess. And the Gemara over there uh, says, again, in, in, in several different places, but the Gemara over there brings down an opinion that says when we do mitzvos, the entire reward we receive is reserved 
for the next world. We do not receive reward in this world, in Olam Hazeh, for the mitzvot that we do. So the Zer Shimshon says, according to that opinion, tzaddikim, righteous individuals in this world, many times will have to depend completely on a Kaddish Baruch for their sustenance uh, because they're doing mitzvot all the time, but they're not going to receive a benefit for those mitzvot, a physical benefit, a material benefit uh, they're not going to be rewarded in this world, and so therefore, and so therefore, uh, Hashem uh, needs to. They have to daven to Hashem for Him to sustain them. So they are so mechal shulchan avihem. They rely on the table, on the sustenance uh, provided by their Father in heaven, by Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Umishum hachi nikru and because of this, they are called ketanim. They are referred to as children. They are like children in the sense that they uh, depend at whatever age they are, they are dependent upon their getting, receiving their sustenance from Hashem. Omnam, however, kishemesu, when righteous individuals die, when tzaddikim die, vehem ochlim mishalahem, and now they can begin to eat from their own uh, labor, so to speak, venenem ba'olam haba kifizichusam, because they get the reward and the benefit in Olam Haba of all of the mitzvos and all of the good deeds that they did in this world, only then are they called uh, adult, called gedolim. Because they no longer rely on the table, the sustenance of their father uh, in heaven as they did in this world. So let's pause here. This is the, uh, the this paragraph, this end of the paragraph, we've reached the end of the first explanation that the Zer Shimshon gave. Let's go back to understand how he uh, answered his question. So his first question was, why does the Gemar and Chulin use the, use the uh, language of uh, Gedolim, that righteous people are greater uh, in, uh, in, in, uh, in, in death than in life? So he says it, the Gemara specifically used that language because it, it, is a, it is a reference or an allusion to the idea that as long as, as uh, people rely on someone else for their substance, on their parents for their sustenance, then they're considered kitanim. And only when they become independent financially and no longer have to rely on their parents are they gedolim. So the Gemara is saying righteous people become gedolim. They become adults. They become independent only in the next world. In this world, they are dependent completely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu for their sustenance. And only at the moment of death, bim misasam, which was the Zer Shimshon's, which relates to the Zer Shimshon's second question, only at that moment can we say that they truly uh, become gedolim because at that point, they no longer are dependent upon Hashem for their material sustenance. They are benefiting completely from their own, uh, from the reward, from the schar of their own mitzvot in the next world, the spiritual reward. Uh, and they are no longer obviously in need of any kind of material, physical sustenance at, uh, starting at the moment that they die. So that uh, first answer uh, uh, that the Zer Shimshon gives uh, is, a, is his way of responding to both of his original two questions. Now he will move, we will move in the next paragraph uh, to another approach. Inami, alternatively, as we say in general, and you can see there's a quote from Meseches Shavuos, if you have a grown child, 
who doesn't know the business dealings and the financial uh, plans or financial uh, dealings of his father, katan karile. We call that person a katan, even though chronologically, even though in years, uh, this child uh, might certainly be older than 13 years old by many years, as long as the child has not yet been taken into the confidence of the father and, and the father is, is withholding and not sharing with the child uh, his financial obligations, his financial status, his uh, financial uh, kind of information, and the father keeps that information from the child, and the child is considered a cut, and the child is considered like still uh, a child and not an adult. And even the righteous in this world, this concept applies to them. They do not know, as long as righteous individuals live in this world, in Olamazeh, they do not know the uh, secret and hidden ways of Hashem. As we see that Moshe Rabbeinu asked in the Torah, Moshe said to Hashem, make known to me now your ways. And Chazal tell us that this means Moshe said to Hashem, explain to me how you conduct the world. How is it that there are righteous people who suffer, but other righteous people who prosper? And how is it that there are Rishoyim, there are wicked people who prosper and other wicked people who suffer? It seems to be chaotic. It doesn't seem to be systematic and organized uh, in terms of the reward and punishment for the righteous and the wicked in this world. And Olam Hazen, Moshe said, explain that to me. Explain your method of operating in terms of reward and punishment for the righteous and the wicked, for the tzaddikim and the rishoyim. Mipne mayesh tzaddik v'tovlo tzaddik v'ralo. As the Zer Shimshon continues, uh, that Moshe asked, why do some righteous people uh, have a good life and some other righteous people have uh, bad things happen to them in life and they suffer and, and v'chule, etc. It goes on to ask about the wicked people as well. Some prosper and some suffer. Uchisvaras Rebbe Meir. And according to the reasoning or the opinion of Rebbe Meir, the Omar Bebrachos, who says in Meseches Brachos, Shtayim nosnulo v'achas lo nosnulo. Two requests that Moshe made of Hashem were granted. And one request was not granted. If you look in that Gemara, you'll see that what's being referred to is Moshe, the Gemara says that Moshe made three requests to Hashem. The first request was that the Shechina should dwell amongst uh, B'nai Yisrael and, and not, as Hashem had said at one moment, that only a Malach would lead them, but not uh, the Shechina, not Hashem's uh, intense presence. And so Moshe made a request in Davin that Hashem Shechina should, should dwell amongst B'nai Yisrael. Number two, Moshe said that Hashem Shechina, he requested of Hashem that the Shechina should not dwell amongst the Ovdei Avodah Zarah of the world, of the idol-worshipping uh, nations of the world. And then the third, and that request was granted. And then the third request was the one that we've mentioned and alluded to already, that Moshe said, show me your ways, Hashem, in terms of how you uh, judge the wicked and the righteous and how you manage that and organize that in this world. Because it's certainly not apparent or clear when we look at what actually happens in, in the world.
And that request, according to Rabbi Mayer, was not answered. Moshe did not receive that information. Continuing at the top of the next uh, paragraph. Umnum, however, la'achar miso mistabkin be'hakodesh barfu. After righteous individuals die, they are now connected very closely. They become very closely connected with Hashem. V'yodim derachav, and they know his ways, his hidden ways of conducting things in this world. And that's why at the moment that they die, righteous individuals can be called gedolim, because then, as the Gemara and Shavuah says, they do know the, the, the dealings and the, and the matters and the secrets of their father, meaning of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They do learn and understand how Hashem conducts uh, his affairs in this world of reward and punishment. Sheba'olam hazeh. Because in this world, even though righteous individuals appear very great to other human beings who appreciate their righteousness, nevertheless, nonetheless, they are considered small and, and young and like children in the eyes of their father in heaven. But when these tzaddikim pass from this world, they immediately become like adults in the sense that they know uh, they know the secrets of Hashem and how He conducts the, the, the world. And that information is given to them, uh, but it's withheld from all human beings. Even a human being as great and as righteous as Moshe Rabbeinu, that information, that explanation was withheld from him. The Iker Gedulosam and the in the essence of their greatness, Hainu Bishas Misosam takes place at the moment of their deaths. Shaaz Marin Lahem Kol Matan Scharon, because right at that moment they are shown all of their reward, all of their spiritual reward, and one of their great spiritual rewards, according to the Zerashim shown, is the reward of of having such a closeness to Hashem that they understand. Uh, how Hashem conducts uh, reward and punishment in this world. So let's pause again because this is the end of the second answer. So here the Zer Shimshon said, um, in the first answer, we talked about the idea of katan and godol, of a child and, and an adult, of a young person, an older person, uh, in, in reference to whether or not that individual relied on the sustenance of his, of his parents or was independent. And, and the Zer Shimshon applied that to the tzaddikim, who in this world rely on Hashem's sustenance, but in the next world have their, have their reward for all of their mitzvot, and so they're independent, so to speak. And then in the second uh, answer, which he, the Zer Shimshon just presented, based on the Gemara and Masech the Shavuos, uh, he distinguished between katanim and gedolim, between chill being considered children or being considered adults, in terms of whether or not the individual is is granted the right and the schus, the merit, to understand uh, the way Hashem conducts the the world and the way Hashem uh, provides uh, uh, justice, char and, and onesh, a reward and punishment for the for the people of this world. And during their lifetimes, no matter how great a tzaddik is, he will not uh, be given that, granted that information, that's chus, just as it was withheld from Moshe, according to the Gemara and Masech de Brachos, according to the opinion of Rebbe Meir, there's a different opinion there, Rebbe Yochanan, who says that Moshe was granted that third request, but that's, that's a different approach that we're not, the Zer Shimshon doesn't get into. 
Um, and, uh, and so therefore, uh, tzaddikim, when they die, become gedolim in that sense. And that's why the Gemara and Chulin use the term gedolim. Now let's take a look at the third and final approach. The ode and another way of looking at this, another answer is lefisha keshem chayim. When righteous people, when tzaddikim are alive, yemehem nifradim zemizeh. Each of their days is separate one from another. And each day, righteous individuals perform some act or, or multiple actions that brings a tikkun, that brings a repair to their neshama. And each of these days is included in the next day, meaning that each day is the same type of activity. Every single day that a tzaddik is alive in this world, that individual day is a day of the tzaddik doing actions, doing my, doing maizim, uh, that repair, that bring tikkun to his nisham. Aval bishas misosam, but at the time of righteous individuals, the, the deaths of righteous individuals, mischabrim kol hayomim zebazeh, all of their days are joined together. Until death, all of their days are viewed as individual units, discrete units, and each day has its own mitzvos and zechuyos. However, at the moment of death, then all of, the, all of those days, all of the meisim tovim, all of the mitzvos are joined together, and that becomes an overpowering number, a, 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 a tremendous uh, a tremendously large number of mitzvos and zechuyos and tikkunim that the, that the tzaddik did during his lifetime. Besod, and this idea, this concept is hidden and hinted to in the Pasuk, Vayikravu Yemei Yisrael Lamus. In the days of Yisrael, meaning Yaakov Avinu, came close Lamus to die. The Torah doesn't say, and the day of Yisrael or Yaakov's death approached. It doesn't use the singular form. It says, in the days of Yisrael, of Yaakov Avinu, uh, came close to die. So this is a hidden allusion to this idea that when a tzaddik dies, all of his days in the plural are joined together. And another Pasuk regarding David, v'yikruvu yimei David lamus, and the days of David came close to die again. Not in the singular form, not the day of David's death approached, but the days of David's death approached, as will be explained uh, as we move forward. And the Zer Shimshon brings in the, uh, an idea from the Zohar, that it asks on these psukim over there, and does a, a human being, a mortal, die over the course of many days? It takes place, a human's death takes place at one specific moment. And in one specific rega, in one specific moment, uh, an individual uh, leaves this world, I'm sorry, dies, and exits this world and departs from this world, etc. So the Zerah Shimshon says, you see that the Zohar clearly uh, states that the reason the Torah and the Navi say, use this phrase, that the days of Yisrael came close to die, and the days, plural, of David HaMelech came close to die, and it doesn't use the singular form, which would seem 
appropriate and, and uh, logical to say the day of Yisrael's death, the day of David's death came close. It uses the pluralism points out because it's telling us that uh, 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 an individual leaves this world in one specific moment on one specific day, but Sadiqim at that moment have all of their zuchuyos and all of their mice and tovim and all of their tikkunim come together, joined together, and they leave the, wor their, the world with those things. And that's why the Gemara and Chulin said, righteous individuals are great, meaning they, get, they, they achieve their greatness, which is represented by all of their lifetime of Maisim Tovim and Mitzvos and Zechuyos coming together, not individual days where we can say, oh, on this day, the righteous person did this, and on a different day, that Sadiq did that. Oh, that's what we say during their lifetimes. That's the only way we can view their lifetimes in those uh, discrete units. However, when the righteous person dies, then we have an entire life of righteousness and an entire life replete with Zuchuyos and Maisim Tovim and Bimmi Sosam. And they are, when do they become great? At the moment when they die and they leave this world, because that's the only point in time when all of their Zuchuyos, Maisim Tovim, and Mitzvot joined together, as the Zer Shimshon says, and they are truly can be called Gedolim, great, as opposed to during their entire lifetime. Certainly, they were great individuals, these Tzaddikim, but they achieved their true greatness when everything combines together and a lifetime of Zuchuyos can be viewed as one unit. Uh, this is what the, this is, uh, uh, the, the Zer Shimshon has now given his third answer, and all of the uh, and, and, and that concludes his explanations to the Gemara and Meseches Hulin. Yashukov to everyone for participating, and uh, we look forward to learning Zerashim Shon together, uh, together again, God willing, next week.